0: You're listening to Locally Produced Programming, created in KUNV Studios on Public Radio, KUNV 91.5. Welcome to the Job Forum. Job forum. My name is Mana aziz and I am a PhD student at the Hera College of Hospitality here at UNLV. On this show, we discuss the journey through college and into the workforce with recent graduates of different disciplines. Welcome to the Job Forum. All right, let's get this party started. So today I'm here with one of my oldest and longest friends, Ali Salman, who is a financial analyst for a small company that you may or may not have heard of called Goldman Sachs. And he came all the way from Utah to talk about his experience going through college and landing that big Goldman job.
1: (laughs) Hey, Mana, how's it going? It's always good to be in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Heck yeah. (laughs) So do you want to give a little introduction of yourself first? Sure thing. Yeah. So um, like you mentioned, we... I've known each other for a long time. Uh I work currently at Goldman Sachs I'm coming up on 1 year. So I haven't been there too long. Uh I graduated in 2022 uh with a degree in finance um uh, with an emphasis in pre-med. Um because you know I wanted to be a doctor before. Yeah, so uh, for those <laughs> that
0: you, that don't know
1: if you have a Persian dad,
0: you either have you have two choice or a few choices, right? <laughs> what are they? Like first doctor, lawyer, lawyer yeah. engineer. That's right. And so, you know, me I didn't do any of those things, so I did math because it was acceptable, you know, in my That household. That is acceptable. Yeah, it's acceptable. But just barely.
1: Barely. So As long as it's STEM. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so do you want to s- tell me a little bit about sort of your going through college as a double major and sort of how you ended up choosing finance?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, going through it was difficult because of just... The hours. Uh, Well, you
0: were an IB student, right? So you could have graduated, you know, in two years if you didn't want to double major.
1: Yeah. So, like, yeah, let me go back to, like, high school. I I did IB and AP. Um, AP is pretty common around the country, but IB is the International Baccalaureate Program, which is um, obviously an international uh, diploma you can receive. Uh, It's a two-year program, and you do, uh, you know, college-level classes, which uh, in some cases are more difficult than AP classes, and you get a different diploma. So getting this diploma allowed me to get a lot of credits at my university. I went to the University of Utah, and on top of it with like AP credits, I was like going into school as a junior. Um, so if I wanted to just do like business, I probably could have graduated in two years. Uh, but you're a big screw-up I want to become a doctor. Exactly. And medical schools want to see that you take the classes in college, even if you took them in high school at a college level. Hmm. So I had to retake some of the classes just to fulfill that requirement. Uh, and so yeah I mean it, with having all the credits I would have to take for pre-med and then having all the credits I would have to take for finance luckily I skipped a bunch uh, you know coming in but uh, I, it still took a f- full four years and a couple of semesters of like 20 credit hours so I finished college with like over 220 credits. Dude, that's almost double of how many I quit. I switched (laughs) 120 exactly on the dot. (laughs) That's legendary. Uh, I wish. So, yeah, I didn't have a life in college. Well, I guess I kind of did, actually. You don't have a life period, bro. Come on. Yeah, uh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, especially now. Um, No, and then, so I found a fondness for, like, finance and, like, the world of of stocks and everything in in high school.
0: I want to hone in on, like, your finance side of things because, I mean, that's where you ended up, right? Right. So, do you want to tell me about kind of where your passion for finance came from and, like, what convinced you to finally um, change from just, or, I mean, go pursue that route? Because I remember, like... We would have those conversations. We would always talk about, oh, Ali's going to be the doctor and this (laughs) and that. And, you know, it's funny. And now it's... the Yeah,
1: yeah, now you're the doctor and I'm not. But, yeah, so going back to where like the the passion for it started I, I always liked to do like a lot of things just growing up and and i was i always liked to do things differently and then in high school i had a friend who also shared a, a love for like business and and entrepreneurial um <laughs> that's a tough word sometimes uh ventures and and the stock market so we would play like the stock market game which a lot i feel like a lot of high schoolers do um, and then we would also do paper trading, which is trading in the real market with fake money. So it's a good way to practice and it teaches you how to analyze stocks. Uh, obviously trading and investing are different things, but I don't want to get into that right now. But yeah, so that's where that that love for finance uh, kind of stemmed from and then I got a scholarship at the University of Utah through the business school and so I thought, okay, well I can kind of combine my Passion for business and finance and medicine, so that's how I kind of got into that and how I, I started my financial like career in college, and I I went through my whole college career kind of not changing. I I, I knew what I wanted to do. It was pre med and finance, so that never changed. I actually completed all of that in the end, but you know halfway through I started talking to Mon. I was like, I don't know. Like I'm trying to think about what would my life look like 20 years from now? And also what does the market look like for both someone who goes the financial route and business route versus someone who goes the medicine route and what my ultimate values and goals were in life? And I think um, to accomplish those, I was able to do that in business as well. And it just happened to be that um, I was part of a lot of student organizations um, that helped me land that job. And that's probably something that we can talk about a little bit later. But um, I, I knew some people at Goldman Sachs and they convinced me that I should apply. I applied. I got the job. And here we are. The rest is history. <laughs> yeah.
0: So let's go back and let's talk about sort of um, maybe some of the things that you did in college that helped you learn or grow
1: or become prepared for the job market and just kinda of learn in general? Oh yeah, no, for sure. I think one of the biggest things is just talking to everybody, learning from everybody. Everyone has something of value you can learn from. Be what? it a mistake. Oh, be it a mistake or something or or a success, right? Um, oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and and you really have to pick and choose the things you want to learn from from everybody, you know, like it, like I mentioned, it can be a negative or a positive thing. Right. And then always go to any, like, speaking engagements. Join tons of clubs. Even if you can't go to, like, every meeting because, like, they might have a speaker come in from the community or from a company that you admire. And, and really learning those lessons early on, being involved. I think, you know, always make sure that your, your studies are your number one priority and getting good grades. And then on top of it, if you really know what you want to do, like really focus in on it, hone in on it, because nowadays, let's say you are you want to go into the world of business, uh, a lot of that has kind of accelerated. It used to be where you would do, you know, your internship your junior year, and then you would go and apply for full time after senior year. But now everything's getting pushed back. They even have like sophomore programs and freshman programs that you can do um, at these big banks or consulting firms. So it's really like you you really want to understand what route you want to take, which is kind of tough to tell an 18, 19 year old, right. but if, you, if you're if you confident and you know what you want to do, that's a big strength. And so what I did is I just joined some organizations that did networking um, and Doing professional development. Yeah. So Alpha, uh, the Association of Latino Professionals, that one I kind of joined a little bit later once I, I, I focused more on business. Um, I, I was their director of finance and then the president there, and I still serve on the board of the professional chapter of that so there's professional and student chapters and that's a great way to um, really connect with people in the community there's there's sponsors from big fortune 500 companies which is you know one of the reasons why i got the job at goldman actually um, and, and those networks you don't know when they will become valuable until they do so i had met i had met people um, at goldman sachs through alpha when i was just like a member not even on the board or anything and when it came time to okay, I want to apply there because I had a buddy who did an internship in the Salt Lake office uh, those those uh, connections really helped to uh, teach me how to apply when like what things to do, what things to focus on during interviews um, and then also having your foot in the door as well uh, is is huge. They can vouch for you if, if obviously you are a good candidate so. That was huge for me. I I, di- I really didn't know much about how to get into, you know, one of the biggest banks in the world. One of the not most- only that, but I feel like you decided to go into finance really late. Yeah, it was really late. It was it was very much like a um, last minute decision because I was very much committed to going with uh, going with medicine and, and taking the MCAT after I graduate and everything. But then i applied like what was it um the beginning of my senior year it was like august september and i had the interviews go into october and then i i had the job offer and and so i was like okay well i mean it's not the end of the world if i if i try this out and it's been a really cool experience i think i've learned a lot uh good and bad like i mentioned before you just you just have to take all these lessons and and really digest them and reflect on it but yeah, it was. Uh, it it can be a really quick process between when you put in your interview and you have an offer. Hopefully, you get an offer. It can be, you know, two weeks, three weeks. So you have to. There's a lot of preparation and stuff you have to do beforehand before you even submit your application. What's that like? Do you want to go into sort of the interview process? Sure. Yeah. So I mean, you really, if you're applying to a bank, uh, you want to know all the financials like the three financial statements you want to be able to talk about things that are happening in the news
0: wait you want to know their financial statements or do you want to know what they no, are no no
1: like you you can walk through like um, like cash flows or balance sheets Understood. um so you like they'll ask you a question like if something changes on the cash flow how does that change the balance sheet etc um and then you they might ask you to walk through like a case kind of thing that's not very common in uh in, in finance it's more of like a consulting thing but they might ask you like hey if this happens like what do you think would happen um or you know you you, you want to be proficient in excel they'll teach you that but it is good to to know that but as far as interviews make sure so wait i, I want to ask you one second yeah. so these
0: when they assess these, you know, they ask you these things about, you know, the, the cash flow and the Excel and the case mm-hmm. study, what exactly are they assessing in the candidate?
1: So what I gather that they're assessing here is, one, that you're able to prepare and you and you understand, like, the basics of finance because, of course, you, you'll be working at a bank. Your function might be different depending on what team or division you're in, but you need to have some kind of baseline. And a lot of people are not business majors who apply. There's 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 all there's a very diverse group of, of majors that apply. Um, so they just want to see that you can at least get that down and you've learned it and you come prepared. So preparation is huge. They just want to see that. They don't want to see you memorize something and just say it. So they'll ask you questions to kind of throw you off. Um, and, and you just need to be prepared for that. So it's not something you can prepare for like overnight. Right. You want to. take know. some time. Yeah. yeah. You want to practice with a friend or like practice in the mirror, um, especially if you're in college. That's that's huge because you have a lot of friends who are probably also applying to jobs, and so you can all practice together. Um, but yeah, so you'll have like, you'll do like a higher view interview, which is a virtual interview.
0: But that's if they if they screen out your resume. Right. At the so, beginning.
1: Yeah. Like if you even go want want to go back to that, like resume's got to be great. It's got to look pristine. Perfect. Oh yeah. yeah. No grammatical errors. Um, the format needs to be good and you also want to this is this is important too you want to show impact in your in your resume and what I mean what by that, that? Mean? yeah yeah it's it's um, so you want to say okay well here's here was an issue like let's say in a club that you were in part of the leadership of okay. Um, here was something that they were trying to improve here's how you worked with the team to improve it but you also want to like kind of shout yourself out so you, you want to say like here's what I did and then maybe give a stat, like we, incre- we we increased membership by like 30%. So make sure you include stats like that and then what was the result? Hmm. And so explaining these things in your resume shows that you're able to drive change. Um, should your resume be longer than a page then? Nope. So it should be one page, <laughs> have your your education, experience, leadership, and some skills, interests, stuff like that. Yeah. So if you are good at Excel, put in the skills section. Um, and you like... it. If you have any, like, flashy names on there, like, internships you've done, definitely include that. Um, but they will grill you on your resume. So everything on your resume, you need to be able to like back. speak at length yeah. at, of, right? So, yeah, yeah. Like, you can't just put something and BS your way through it. Right. Because it's I – mean, I mean, in the end, like, th- these should be the highlights of what you do. And when people ask, like, should I have a two-page resume? Well, no, because, like, you, this should be the highlight reel. So you're not going to put everything. And what you put on there should be the best that you can speak of, right? Right. So – yeah. Okay, so
0: sent your resume in, you didn't get screened out, Perfect. woohoo, okay, so now we go into the interview, the virtual interview,
1: right? Right. So it'll be, you'll be on the computer, um, and they'll, they'll like send you an email like, hey, j- do this, it's a higher view, um, and there'll be a recorded video of someone speaking, and they'll ask you a question, and then you record your answer.
0: Wait, wait, wait. it's not even live? No, no, no. Oh, Well, wow. this, this one isn't. Okay, okay.
1: So you'll record your answer, um, and I think you have like one or two tries. But yeah, record your answer, and and it's just you and the webcam. That's it. (laughs) Like like I said, not live. Um, And so you go through this. Someone will assess those people. Actually, do watch the higher views. Um, People think it's it's just an algorithm, but it's not. The Um, Algorithm is for the resume, right? True. Yes. the The resume has an algorithm, I believe. Um, I can't confirm anything. But the then there's a higher view, and then if you get a good score on the higher view, then you. What do they look for in the higher view? I think they just want to see that you're you prepared. <laughs> you're you're you, you can speak um, in a professional manner. Gotcha. Uh, uh, yeah, it's not it's not too serious. Um, the questions are mostly behavioral, right. so nothing too technical. Then if you if you do well, you'll go on to the super day. So super day is like multiple interviews with real people back to back.
0: Oh, jeez, how and many so, interviews are they?
1: So I, I think I did three interviews, and this is wow. for each division that you would apply to. So if you so, apply to multiple divisions, you're doing like, you know, like, three like, times X. Well, you might not get super days with all of them. Oh, so right. So it's like course, separate yeah. application processes so, for each. let's
0: say I wanted to apply for uh, investment making and I want to apply for your division. Okay. Would they know that I sent my resume in twice or no?
1: Well, so the way it works is you send your resume in once and then you, you like check boxes of which divisions you want to apply to. Oh, okay. And you can choose three at Goldman. I don't know how it works at other banks now, but yeah, you choose three. Um, and then there's like different locations and 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 such. So, cool. Like you could apply to like investment banking, asset management, and risk. You know, so right. those could be like three of your choices. Um, so, yeah, you would you let's say we'll just take one. Like you got the the super right. day for one, and you you do these half an hour interviews, back to back, three of them. And there's usually two people, and this is where they'll really like assess you. Right. So. Because uh, in the end of the day, like, you are going to be working with these people for 11 hours, 10 hours a day, sitting next to them at the desk. So they want to understand, like, you're someone that they actually, like, (laughs) want to hang out with, right? Um, I think that's that's a super important thing. So
0: are then the people that are interviewing you, are they, like, younger or are they, like, these higher up people?
1: Um, They're usually associates and vice presidents. Okay. So so... those are people who have been there for, like, three, seven years at least. Understood. Okay. So – they, they 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 have credibility, of course, to be interviewing people and, and such. So, um, yeah, they're they're more on the technical and behavioral side. So it's a mix of both. That's where you will get asked the questions about the the balance sheet and like financials. And then they usually like to ask a question of like, hey, what's um what's an interesting story in the business world that you could talk about? So Here's something
0: to throw you off to rack your to say so you have to rack your brain real quick.
1: Well, I. I well, that that question specifically is is mostly to see if you keep up with the news and mm. like you you can take a real world example and kind of explain it from the lens of someone in business. Um, so, like when I was interviewing, it was the Evergrande uh, crisis in China with gotcha. real estate. Um, and so, also you want to like be very strategic with your with your article you choose. You don't want to just choose anything. Yeah. So it depends on your division. Like if you choose risk, you want to choose a. You don't want to talk about investment banks. Well, I mean, I mean... you could, I guess, yeah. but I but understand like, what you're saying. Like, if you're, an asset ma- if you're applying for asset management, you probably want to choose something in, like, the asset management space. Maybe there was a, a scandal at Credit Suisse or something, right? right. Um, and, like, something that went wrong. So, yeah, I, uh, those those are kind of the, the tips I can give for the interview process. And really just just be chill, you know, in, in the end, like... Yeah, you have to they go to interviews, s- and they're going to grill you, but just be chill. The chill part comes from practice. Yeah, yeah, of course. Which everyone will tell you, but it's true um but they they just they just want to see in the, in the end they like they are just like normal people right um we think oh like a a vice president of Goldman Sachs. but like really they yeah they're just they're just average people that want to want to get the best person for the job and and obviously if you got this far you got to the super day then you're more than qualified it's really it's really about just verifying that what you said in your in your resume was true and that that you're a cool guy, and, a cool guy and, and you or girl and or you want to work, yeah. work there. And, oh, they will also ask why do you want to work at Goldman Sachs, and you have to have a good answer, not right. something generic, right? Don't say oh it's for the prestige or something, which you know that might be a part of it, but like you can't say that. Can't say that, and and also like you you that shouldn't be a reason. But,
0: right, like you can't say oh why why do you want to go to Harvard in your application and say oh because it's Harvard. Like
1: yeah you can't. no, you should have a good reason and right. and and look into that. So yeah,
0: yeah. so. Um, you got the job, right? You're an analyst. What's your day-to-day like? Yeah. An I know that your girlfriend is also an analyst at Goldman Sachs, so you can even talk about what she does, too.
1: Yeah. Um, just to give a better, you know. So, um, so yeah, I'm in the Salt Lake City office, which for some time was the largest office outside of like their New York, New Jersey area. Uh, I think Dallas is growing more now. But... Yeah, so my day-to-day is I go in around 7, 7.30. Uh, we try to match it up with New York hours because half my team is is in New York. Um, and then, you know, we go in. It's it's a lot of – it's really cool, actually. So the offices are very open. Everyone's working side by side. It feels kind of like college in a way because there's <laughs> a lot of young people. Um, everyone's, everyone's driven, which is, is, is very, very cool. Everyone has an interesting story. Um, it's a very diverse office. Like people have come from all over the country or all over the world. in often cases, um, they do do, they do work with international students, which is great. So they'll hire, they'll hire just the best person for the job. So it's cool to have that environment. Um, everyone's, everyone's working hard. Um, uh, but what exactly
0: they, do you do like technically speaking,
1: technically speaking. So for me, I, I look at the strategies in the asset management, um, and private wealth management, uh, I guess the environment so, so what does that
0: translate to then in like practice do you click around in Excel do you yeah so
1: it's a lot a lot of Excel a lot of emailing with uh, portfolio managers gotcha um, around around the world actually we have teams in Tokyo and London and, and cool. Germany that we work with um, but yeah so we're looking at the different strategies in fixed income and equities at least for me personally um, in emerging markets and high yields so you know it's 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 cool because you get to see like how how money moves, how it works, um, what the largest companies in the and the richest people around the world are, are doing with their money, but also the day to of, day of really working in Excel and kind of becoming more proficient in in that space. In my job specifically, I'm not doing like a lot of modeling, which people would often think that you would do. In, in finance, uh, but like for my girlfriend, uh, she she does work more with modeling. And another thing about our jobs is like, it's it's very much go go go. So yeah. you'll be you'll be on calls all day with with people. i um, in different in different states, different countries. The days go by fast though. Yeah, the days do go by fast most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, you're always keep you're always keeping busy. People are great because they will want to push you to get better. Yeah. Um I think there's a stigma that people are not nice at Goldman or just in general in banking, but everyone actually is, is really nice and they really want to help you get better. Um we they do a lot of mentorship for uh, the new analysts and they really just want to see you stay and 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 become good at your job and they don't mind if you like move teams yeah. because as long as you're growing and always learning. Totally. So um
0: what are the things that you learned in college or learned along the way that really help you nowadays that you're actually in the job? Like if you were a student starting out, or if I
1: was a student starting out, what would you tell me? Well, what I would say is definitely like, I mean, in your case, you don't have to work on this much, but people <laughs> skills, I think working, a lot of the time you are working with people. Yeah. The, like learning how to use Excel or work through your mailbox, because a lot of our work is like messaging people and, and such. Right. So. Those things you can learn very quickly within a month or a week, you know. But it's hard to get out of your shell, right? People skills take practice, and it's really just putting yourself out there. College is a great place because many times you're in a place where a lot of people are new; they're not from there, and so everyone's kind of in the same yeah same mentality of they they don't know anyone, and they and you you need to make friends. So that's a good way to break out of your shell. You need to be able to. Speak with people, learn from people, build your network. That's huge. Like I yeah. mentioned before, that that will pay dividends in the end. Um, pick your classes very strategically, uh, because at least at my school, there was a lot more flexibility. And maybe this came with how I had a lot of credits. I, I had more time to like choose which ones I wanted specifically. But if you know what you're gonna, what you want to go into, choose classes that will obviously benefit that. Right. Um, I guess you and I are very similar. And like we're just kind of very driven and and want and want results. Right, goal oriented. Yeah. Whereas I, I think other people so would argue like, take like fun classes, right. and like
0: drifting through college kind of thing.
1: Yeah. But um, really, like you want to build those skills as soon as you can, and really just like practice and put your put yourself in situations you're not comfortable with. Of course. Because they will push you once you're in the workforce. Like you, you have real responsibilities. Uh, you have to run the, the as fast work, as possible every day. Every day, and and the work you do does matter. You know, it's not just for a grade; it's it's someone's hundred million dollar portfolio, right? Or, so it, it's just it's, it's what, no your, your work anymore. has to, has to be done well. I think always do things with excellence. You know, cross your T's, dot your I's, always, and and strive for the best. That's that'll pay dividends because it's a habit. It really is just a habit that you build. Totally. So, Start it off soon. So
0: um, I just want to ask this question. How do you deal with the finance bros?
1: Oh, man. Well, aside so, from being one. Of course. I'm the biggest finance bro. Uh, no. So it's it's pretty funny. We were making that joke during like our first couple weeks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but there's not a lot of finance bros. Really? Uh, yeah. No, it's it's pretty... Like I said, like people are pretty nice. It's pretty chill. Mm. Um, but, you know, I, I think just... Just be nice to people. Um if you interact with the finance bro, just speak in a very eloquent manner and just and
0: just you know, change your voice so that way you can fit in.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, like you wanna go golfing? Oh learn how to golf, I guess, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, I guess. That's where all the deals are made.
0: So is the finance industry as cutthroat as people say?
1: Um Or as my conception is at least. I think when you're when you're in the in the process of applying and going right. through the, the recruiting, the of weeding out people is pretty. It's pretty tough. Um, so I a good figure to add to this is that in my year, three hundred thirty thousand people applied to Goldman Sachs, and three thousand three hundred were hired. Dude, that's nuts. Yeah. So if you do the quick math, it's a one percent quick math <laughs> uh, um, acceptance
0: rate. So. So yeah. I also want to say like how important is it to go to like
1: the best school to become like a big shot? you
0: know what I mean? Like people say, "Oh, so, well So uh,
1: yeah, no, I, I totally get that. Um and I think that comes down to the network. Yeah. Um you'll you'll see like I, I mean, I I went to the University of Utah. It's not a, it's not an Ivy League or anything, but it's a good it's school. A good school. Yeah. And the good thing is that Salt Lake City has a big Goldman office, so Goldman will come recruit at the U. However, uh at at a big-name school, like, let's say, Harvard or, all or the Wharton, yeah. you know, um, all the companies will come, the yeah. best companies, be it McKinsey, Bain, BCG, Goldman, Morgan Stanley, J.P. Morgan Chase. They will do a lot of recruiting events there. Um, they have so many resources. They have a lot of alumni. So those are all, like, legs up. Yeah. So at least in the world of business. Um, the networking part is crucial. The networking part is huge because the lessons you learn in the classroom are often the same. Uh, it's, it, it really, the, the difference is that network and you can leverage that network pretty well at those bigger schools. So it does help. It's not impossible. And I think it's changing so, yeah, a lot. I agree. Even in the last 10 years, it's, it's changed a lot. Uh, so the school you go to matters less. But you do have to kind of prove yourself a little bit more. I know people who have had a rough time just because they went to the University of Utah, and in their interviews, they'll say, hey, why'd you go to the University of Utah instead of, like, Harvard? And now you're applying to be an investment banker at this bank. Um, so some people will be rude about it, but you just have to... They're probably a Harvard alum <laughs> themselves. They're grilling you on that. Right. But, I mean, like, I, it's good for them that they right, went right, there. Yeah. I, I have no problem with that. I would have loved to go there, too. Me, too, dude. I mean... But I think... Um, I think you just need to have the experiences in college like do the internships do the volunteering do all those things to prove on your resume like look i i belong here just as much as everyone else i've done the things to prove it i'm well prepared and the unfortunate thing is like you kind of do have to over prepare more than those people right Uh, but it's just
0: i mean that's the nature of just that's the nature of it you know i mean you gotta prepare for an interview either way so it is what it is yeah but in the interest of time um I do want to ask you like one last if you could give advice to if you could give a summary of all the advice that we've
1: given to um students out there mm-hmm. what would it be So I want to, I would break it down into like three things So I would say network yep. build that network join organizations do all that um two always keep up those good grades keep a like a 3.7 GPA or higher um so never let that slip and then three I would say try everything. Yeah. Um take interesting classes that you think will benefit you in your future career. Um but like maybe it's something that you don't know how to do, push yourself. Um yeah, just just try those things that you feel like you're weak at and um and try to improve. Well, Ali, thank
0: you so much for coming out all the way from Utah. Oh yeah. I really <laughs> enjoyed our conversation and I hope everyone can pull something out of this. Yeah, I hope everyone got some value out of it. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to The Job Forum. If you want any more details or have any questions, visit my website at manaaziz.com. M-A-N-A-A-Z-I-Z.com. Welcome to The Job Forum.